Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Slurds, welcome back to the Church to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Pull List Priorities. These are the priorities for January 29th, 2020. If you're not familiar with the premise of Pull List Priorities, mm-hmm, essentially what I do is I go through and I pick out uh, the majority of the, the, the books being released next week on, uh, on Wednesday on comic book shelves. So, uh, with that being said, I think this is a pretty easy easy show to follow. The point of it really is to uh, remind you of something. Maybe you forgot. Maybe you just plum didn't know about it. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, but there's, there's like you're gonna get something out of this podcast, other than a, a stumbly, exasperated host. <laughs> Alright, let's talk comics. I bet you comics perk me up real good. Slurds, I've been working my 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 butt off. I've, I'm tired. I'm a tired guy. Comics, though. Comics keep me happy. Black Stars Above from Vault Comics. We're going to start talking Vault Comics. Black Stars Above, number three, to be exact. Lonnie Nadler and Jenna Cha. I'm not... Uh, I'm not reading Black Stars Above. I did pick up issue one, but I don't. I, I really don't know what it's about. That cover is mighty intriguing, though. I will say that. Um, so if if you've read Black Stars Above and think I should jump on it, let me know at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, or you can uh, feel free to join the Facebook group as well, the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we've got a Colt. Classic Creature Feature, number four. All right, uh, Elliot Rahal's doing this one. And John Bivens doing the art. So the genie has been let out of the bottle. But in this case, the genie is actually an army of undead skeleton monsters. Hmm. Well, uh, abracadabra. All right. Uh, genies don't say abracadabra. Oh, so this is where the podcast gets confusing. Uh, you'll know why in a minute, 
but uh, I was confused. I had to do a double take. So we've got our first book called uh, Mall <laughs> uh, this week. Uh, this is probably why I, I uh, yeah. Um, uh, my my point is, is there's two books called M Mall. One of them's The Mall, and this one's just Mall. And I feel like they kind of have somewhat of a similar premise, maybe. Uh, but, yeah. So two different publishers are putting out their books with the title Mall in it this week. So this could get confusing. So know that this particular one from Michael Moretzi and Gary Doberman comes from Vault Comics. Uh, what else? Vagrant Queen Planet Called Doom. Number one. All about the number ones, Magdalene Visaggio and Jason Smith. Get ready, Vagrant Queen is back. Who she is. <coughs> Elita L. Fair has finally managed to build a happy life until a mysterious man in an ancient white ship shows up and takes it all away. And hey, where the hell is Isaac? Um, well, okay, so this it's not all that new, but... Uh, it's the the beginning of something new involving a character. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Cool. That's Vault Comics. We're gonna zoom on up to Valiant. There's some <laughs> Valiant. Just one title this week. Five covers to choose from. Uh, I go. I guess this is only a four-parter, huh? Uh, Quantum and Woody. Quantum and Woody 2020 number one of four. I guess it's not really called 2020 and. In the parentheses, that's what it says on Previews World's website. So, I guess if it's if it's there to read, I'm gonna read it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true at all, uh, especially on this site. You really got to be picky and choosy what you read on this site. Carrying on, what is Quantum and Woody? Quantum and Woody is a staple Valiant title that I have yet to to dive into. I'm very excited. Uh, especially knowing this is only a four-parter. You know, I'm a little... I guess I am kind of disappointed that it's only four parts, but at the same time, that's not a big investment for something that's kind of brand new. Um, Christopher Hastings and Ryan Brown. So, Quantum and Woody, the worst superhero duo in the world, are Earth's last hope against stopping a coalition of mad scientists from destroying the planet. Yeah, this is all I could hope for in a book called Quantum and Woody. Uh, and that... Oh... Whew, that cover, eh? God damn. God damn, David Nakayama. Alright. Alright. Yeah, no, Valiant, you know, you're good at getting my money. You're good at getting my money. I, I, no one's topping Rye, though. And that's not just Valiant books. That's That might be anyone all year. This Rye is just fucking incredible. So kudos to Valiant. Uh, because of Rye, I go into every Valiant, new Valiant title with so much more confidence now. Uh, granted, obviously, every... Every creative team's different, but I'm curious to see what the fuck happens in all Quantum and Woody. I'm babbling. I'm rambling. What the fuck do I talk about next? I'm going to talk Source Point Press. Uh, Apocalypse Girl, number one of six. All right. Uh, Les Garner did the whole thing all on his lonesome. Upon returning from the makeshift foxhole where her papa sent her to hide from raiders, Anna finds his tattered body ripped apart in a matter she recognizes to be the work of creatures he referred to as hunter fiends hunter fiends fiends 
thrusting her into the position of now having to fend for herself while balancing the lifelong lessons from Papa with her own desire for retribution. Alright. Um, well, shit. Cool. Fucking... Alright. Alright. Uh, will I pick it up? Probably. Uh, more from SourcePoint Press. I don't think I've ever seen this many titles coming out of SourcePoint at the same... All on the same week. This is exciting stuff to see. Uh, we've got horror double feature one shot. Some more horror books. Uh, Halloween in January. Am I right? Trav tra uh, try it again. <laughs> Travis McIntyre, Joshua Werner, and Sean Seal. Uh, Alright. Settle in for double dose of terror in this horror double feature. In the first story, I learned a lot from my old man. You'll find the edges of the darkness that can live within the growing up in the wrong environment. How much can one young mind take? In the second story, The Painting, you'll watch an artist descent into madness as he tries to paint someone he's seeing in a dream, but not all is as it seems. Hmm. Hmm. Two trips into terror. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Misplaced, number three. I don't know what Misplaced is. Chris Callahan did the whole book, though. It's part three. Um, once again, an intriguing cover. And we got Paris. Somewhere in Paris. I bet you that's where they lost it. Where they misplaced it. Uh, shut up, Brian. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Seance Room, number two of four. I didn't pick up seance room number one but for those of you that did here's a reminder that part two is among us soon uh what else we've got touching evil number three of seven uh, once again not necessarily a book i'm reading but um i kind of wish that i did pick it up to be honest so Source Point really, they give an abundance of stuff to choose from. And that's not even all of it. There's still other stuff. There's a, I, don't, I guess I could say a Monsters Mad Dash one-shot. Don't know what that is, but that sounds okay. Uh, Cerise Embla of the Dead one-shot. Fucking can't say the title, so the book's probably going to confuse me. But for those of you that can read, uh, <laughs> there you go. It's probably a lot more appealing to you. We've got a Paradox one-shot. What's going on with you, Source Point? We've got Ogres, number three of four. Did I say that? I don't think I did. But yeah, for those of you reading Ogres, there you go, part three. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on out of Source Point Press and get on to Scoot. Scoot Comics. Gotta love Scout. Uh, Maul, number six. Hmm, what do you know? Uh, once again, this is what I was referring to earlier. It's confusing. It's confusing because uh, the, the thing that threw me off is I, I have a copy of the mall signed by the creators on its way to me, and the, this the signature took place at a Scout Comics uh, uh, gathering, um, actually a live signing, um, live stream signing to be exact. Or more precise, I guess. Not exact. 
um, so yeah, no, that's that's my, that's where I got super confused because you know I started out reading source or was it not source point uh, vault, and I thought wait a second, there's already a book called the Mall. Turns out I was right. Uh, uh, poor publishing, possibly, or I, I don't know, I don't know, but there you have it. Uh, yeah, that's that's all Scouts coming out with this week. Pretty minor. Uh, another really minor one comes from Oni Press. We got old Rick and Morty. Kyle Stark's run on Rick and Morty be coming to an end, yo. Um, I don't know why I said it like that, but uh, I I don't know if Rick and Morty's gonna pick up from sixty, cause that's where it's gonna end. his run's gonna end is at sixty. Sixty issues though, you know, up until from what he was saying on a podcast that he was on on this particular one, this particular podcast. <laughs> go back and listen to the Kyle Starks episode. And, um, yeah, he talks about, you know, he's the most prolific Rick and Morty writer to this point in time, up until uh, season four airs and issue 60 ends. And that, by that time, he'll he'll have, he's, he'll be caught up again. Uh, he won't be that, that person no mo. But in the meantime, yeah, Rick and Morty, it's been a good run. Continuing on for a couple more months. Uh, Aftershock. Aftershock comic, once again, uh, more than usual. But, uh, I guess not, that's not necessarily true. I misspoke. Two books from Aftershock. Animosity number 26. I remember way back in the day I got Animosity number one in the Nerd Block box. Remember Nerd Block? Uh, and then we got Shoplifters Will Be Liquidated number four. Uh, that was a book that had a very interesting premise. Unfortunately, it fell on a very heavy week. This week does seem to be a very heavy week again, so uh, I don't know. I don't have time for picking up new books and back reading, unfortunately. That is that is the downside of having to, uh, um, well, really not have the time to read all the books that you want is what it comes down to. Uh, continuing on. Action Lab Danger Zone. do do Oh, Zombie Tramp. Uh, well, you know, I got a, the next Creator Corner coming up here is projected to feature a Zombie Tramp artist. Hmm? No? Of some sort? No? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, but we're at issue number 66 from Zombie Tramp. And all of its dead booby gloriness. Uh, let's move on to some of the bigger indies here. We got Boom. Boom Studios, Go Go Power Rangers already. Number 28. Uh, I guess it was Mighty Morphin that I just read. Um, or was it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. God damn, these books are coming out so fast. Rapid fire. Shit. Even for indies. Go Go Power Rangers number 28 is here. Uh, we've got Something is Killing the Children number 5. From Mole James Tinian, unfortunately, number two kind of lost me. It was it was so slow that I just didn't really have time to. I didn't think I was ever gonna catch up to be metaphorical, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. That 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 whole metaphor was fucking twisted and wrong. I'm gonna take a nap in just a few minutes. Um, that's all from Boom. I'm going to talk IDW. IDW has a bunch of books again. 
Narcos, number two of four. Didn't see the show, but here's a comic based off that show. Uh, Star Trek Picard, number three of three. Everybody's all about this Picard, yo. Star Wars Adventures, number 30. I don't think I've ever mentioned the Star Wars Adventures books on this podcast before. Or at least this, uh, yeah, not at all. Uh, what what draw me, drew me to this one? Kylo Ren on the cover. Mm-hmm. Best lightsaber in the business, yo. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ongoing, number 102. This is a book that I will be covering from here on out. As long as this is ongoing, I'm all up in it. 101 was beautiful. From my first time reading Turtles and jumping in at issue 101, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, <laughs> the fucking creators do an amazing job. Uh, who's who's on the the the? Yeah, okay, Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman with Sophie Campbell. All right, cool. Yes, great shit. We're about to have a beaver attack. Gotta love a beaver. Um, Transformers number sixteen. You know, I stopped reading Transformers after seven issues of them not throwing punches, and from my understanding, there's still not a whole lot of action happening. So, yeah, uh, Transformers unfortunately is not a book that I read anymore. Uh, despite how badly I want to say that I read a Transformers book. That's all I've got for IDW. Let's uh, move on down to Dark Horse. Frankenstein Undone, number one of five. All right, Dark Horse, you have my attention. What? Mike Minola, Scott Alley, Ben Stenbeck. What a name, Ben Stenbeck. Hmm. Somebody was thinking when they named that baby. Frankenstein's creator lies dead in the icy grip of the Arctic, and the monster searches for a new purpose. Just as he thinks he's found one with a group of unlikely companions, disaster strikes, and the monster is catapulted out of Saint Mary Shelley's novel and into the world of Hellboy. Okay, so that's what's happening here. Um, yeah, alright. From the world of Hellboy... Frankenstein Undone. That's interesting, dude. That's really fucking interesting. Five-parter? Might get on board with that. We'll see how how thick the stack is. Uh, I'm gonna wrap up Dark Horse Comics there and scoot on up to Image. Image Comics, we've got Criminal, number 12. Not reading Criminal. It's a book that a lot of people are talking about right now, though. Farmhand, number 13. Uh, best indie ongoing series on comic book shelves, says the Cheers to Comics podcast in the uh, fake awards show. Uh, <laughs> Ice Cream Man number 17, best horror book that I'm reading. Um, to be fair, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, Gideon Falls. I haven't read Gideon Falls. Sorry, I hear it's great, but right now, Ice Cream Man, and compared to everything else I've read, and there's some good horror out there for sure, uh, Ice Cream Man is the shit, though. And we are starting a new story arc, but, you know, to be fair, I don't think any of these books uh, have any type of continuity to them at all. You know, I think you could pick up any of these books at any given time and be fulfilled completely. You get the idea of what's going on. I don't think any of these issues have seemed to be tied together. At least from what I, I don't know, I haven't gathered anything. 
Maybe I'm too engulfed in everything else to, to be putting all of that shit together. If, if there is something that I'm not catching here and talking about, once again, at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, Facebook group, that kind of stuff. Philadelphia number three, this is a horror book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Vampire horror, to be exact. Just had Rodney Barnes on the podcast. I just realized how cool it is to <laughs> talk about these people. Like, oh, yeah, I had him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hashtag blessed. Uh, Jesus, Brian. Uh, get on with it. Uh, Philadelphia is the shit. Seriously, go through, listen to the Rodney Barnes podcast. And I, oh, man. Knowing what I know now because of that podcast, going into issue number three, I'm so much more excited. Uh, Barnes went on to say that this is Jason Sean Alexander's favorite issue. So that's got to be saying something, right? It's going to get fucking gnarly. I know it. I know it's going to get gnarly. Uh, Monstrous, number 25. Not reading Monstrous, but I see I see this book getting passed around and circulated quite a bit throughout the comic book stores. Uh, oh, what's this? Okay, cool. Protector, number one. I don't know what this is. Simon Roy, Daniel M. Benson, uh, Art Yom Trakahanov, and Jason Wardy, Hassan Ostman. You guys are fucking killing me here. Ostman Alau. Jesus. Um, series premiere. Okay. From the guy that brought you profit. And uh, from people that did God Country and Undertow and Red Sonja comes a sci-fi adventure equal parts Conan the Barbarian, Mad Max, and The Expanse. Well, I know Conan and I know Mad Max. I don't know The Expanse. Of all the tribes that dwell in the hot ruins of far future North America, the Hudsoni, Hudsoni reign supreme, but even... They fear and obey the godlike Devas. Devas. See, I don't know these words. You can't just make up words and expect me to know how to say them. Come on. <laughs> when the Devas warn of an old world demon in the conquered city of Chicago. I see what you did there. <laughs> Anybody else think uh, Ace Ventura? Um, Hutsoni War Chief. First knife decides to deal with the threat personality personally. Okay, so what happened here is I butchered that whole fucking thing. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, Mad Max, and the Expanse were, were in North America, and there's some gods and whatnot, and there's a demon in Chicago or Chicago to be uh, more precise. Oh, and this motherfucker named First Knife, which is badass by the way. Kudos to your mama. Uh, decides to deal with these threats personally. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I have to do this, though. I'm not gonna not do it. Uh, Redneck, number 25. Redneck is a Donny Cates story. A Donny Cates creation... Yeah, yeah. I, I picked up the image first, and I needed more, and didn't have two available, and the trade wasn't available at the time at the store, so... Fortunately, this is a book that I know dick about, but it's Donny Cates, so I do know that much. Sex Criminals, number 26. Don't know anything about Sex Criminals, but, you know, um, there you go. It's a Jason Latour, so, bam. That's saying something for Shell. 
Uh, Weatherman's back in volume two, issue number six. Never read Weatherman, but apparently this is exciting to some folks that have read Weatherman. So, uh, yep. There you go. I think that wraps up the indies. There's a lot of indies this week, guys. A lot of indies. You know, I, I, to me it comes down to probably Quantum and Woody and Farmhand. You know, Farmhand for obvious reasons. I know what I'm going to get out of Farmhand. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to get, but I know I'm going to I'm gonna get. That's that's the point. Quantum and Woody, I've got high hopes. I do. I do, I do. DC Comics. All right. Oh, I have a feeling it's going to be a big week in DC. Action Comics number 1019. I did drop Action Comics, so I guess that one's not going to be taking my money this week. I don't know what's going on in action. I guess I could tell you. Brian Michael Bendis, uh, John Romita, and Klaus Janssen. Okay. Alright. Um, they might sell me on this book with that Perio cover, though, because uh, that Perio cover, though. Alright, one of the biggest battles in Superman history. Taylor's through Metropolis as the supervillain team-up of Lex Luthor, the Legion of Doom, and Leviathan come to change Superman City forever. The blockbuster creative team of Disclosure of his secret identity. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm still not reading this. Uh, but for those of you that are, Action Comics. Detective Comics Annual, number three. Might have to do this one, just because Detective Comics is the shit. You know, I don't pick up a lot of annuals, to be honest. But I'm finding more and more of them are starting to actually pertain to the the story in itself. The reason why I don't pick up annuals because maybe it was just poor luck and not playing the odds correctly or whatever. But uh, none of the books that I was picking up that or none of the annuals I were picking up for the longest time felt like they meant anything now they're not the same creative team that's always weird it's not within the same storyline story arc anything like that it's just hey here's mm, Batman so what's going on here of all the mayhem and the madness that city of Bane visited upon Batman's world the death of Alfred Pennyworth had the greatest impact see I don't even have to read any more there's seven more sentences here to read, and I know the Detective Comics is going to finally touch on the death of Alfred. Uh, the the way that Tomasi's been tiptoeing around it is just by kind of giving this, oh, this issue takes place before blah 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 blah. So that way he could still play with Alfred, but now this is Tomasi's goodbye with Alfred, and at least my bet. I don't, I'm not like I said, I'm not reading these other sentences here, but uh, yeah, that was enough for me. Getting this annual, uh, five dollar price tags are deep though. Steep, I mean. Mm, okay, what else? What else? Flash, 87. I don't read Flash. A lot of you are, though. 87. That's crazy. Flash is further ahead than Batman. Flash is the longest-running DC book right now. Son of a bitch. Because you can't count action or detective, you know. Um, maybe you can. Can you? But beyond, I don't know. If, if if you exclude that, then yes, Flash, I guess, would be DC's longest running book. That you know, unfortunately, I'm not reading. Oof, that's cool. Good on you, Flash. Good on you. Green Lantern, Black Stars, number three of three. So this is setting up another. This is setting up chapter two of Morrison and Sharp's uh, Green Lantern story. 
So they're just going to start all over with number one again, but it's going to be Green Lantern Chapter 2. So hopefully that's within the title so people know you got you got shit to read. Plus, plus Black Stars. So, you know. Um, Liam Sharp's art is enough reason to pick this book up, though. I will say that. Not that I have anything against Grant Morrison, but he's the type of person where... If I'm reading Grant Morrison, I, I, I gotta clear my schedule for the day. The dude's just got a lot to digest. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really stupid. Keep that in mind. Um, Justice League number 39. Farewell to old Scott Snyder on his Justice League run. Curious to see what he does next. What's what's the, the thing you here have to say? Scott Snyder and Jorge Jimenez... In the wake of the Justice Doom War, the Justice League finds themselves stranded at the far end of the universe and facing a challenge they've never faced before. But will they find... What will they find on their journey? Has their battle with Perpetua had consequences reaching further across the cosmos than they ever imagined? Superstar scribe Scott Snyder says farewell to the Justice League with a special story that binds... Well, that both winds down all the things he started in issue one and nods toward everything that comes next in the DC Universe. Ooh. See, that's that's enough right there. I mean, obviously I'm reading this. I've, I've, been, I've read every issue of this Justice League run. Um, I would say for the most part it's been pretty fucking spectacular. Uh, this is my first take at the Justice League as far as reading them in comics, and, you know, I gotta say, Snyder did a really good job of steering this ship. You know, there's times when he was he didn't write every single issue but between him and Tinian you know this this fucking run got done and you know it's going to continue on uh, issue 40 in you know a month or two weeks or whatever I, I thought DC was going to scratch this whole bi-weekly thing but apparently that's not going to be a thing based off of what I've seen so far so yeah but you know Justice League bam dope totally reading that what else? Justice League Dark, number 19. So, yeah, for those of you reading JLD, I I'm buying it. I pick it up. I have every issue, but I think I fell behind after issue 6 or 7. So, yeah. It was good. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but the Doctor Fate art kind of threw me off personally. just wasn't for me. Um... And, yeah, I just fell behind from there. Last God, number four. I didn't pick up Last God, but out of nowhere, uh, everybody's praising this book. So, good on you. Good on you for those of you that did pick it up. Possible speculation, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is, what, a four-parter? Let's see here. Yeah, I don't think it says. Uh, yeah, these Black Label books don't tend to run past three issues, though, so... I would imagine this is only four. Five tops, right? I do know one of them is, is slated to go seven, so... Rules. Broken. You know? Suicide Squad number douche. Alright. Um, my most anticipated DC book. Just like it was the last time. <laughs> Anything Tom Taylor does is amazing. Bruno Redondo is fucking spectacular as an artist. And, you know, it's... Uh, a, a team, a, 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 yeah, a book of a team that supposedly we shouldn't really get used to as far as the characters go. 
they're going to be killing motherfuckers, as they already have. Sorry, spoilers. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, God damn. I love this. I love it so much. I, I have a feeling that Suicide Squad is going to be my DC ongoing book of the year. That's... I'm just calling it now, because it's Tom Taylor, you know? <laughs> Ongoings. Uh, does that do it? Uh, oh, we got some terrifics. Terrific? Number 24. <coughs> I am not reading terrifics, but, you know. You know. For those of you that are, like I say, you have been reminded. Let's wrap this motherfucker up with Marvel. Marvel Comics. I skimmed through it. I have a feeling... Uh, this is going to be another big week. Another big week. But to be fair, the previous week was kind of a couple of weeks, actually. Well, no, just a couple of weeks back. It's pretty slim, so, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, Alright, what do we got here? Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle, number one of five. The fuck is this? Matt Johnson, Mac Chater? Whew. Alright, so spinning out of Amazing Spider-Man, the journalist must speak the truth to power whether or not it's wielded responsibility. Oh, wielded responsibly. Don't worry guys, it's almost over. Helmed by Peter Parker's mentor, Robbie Robertson, the Daily Bugle staff is at last chasing stories that matter. Manish! And in a city under Mayor Wilson Fisk, keeping the public informed is as essential as it is dangerous. Weaving between events in Amazing Spider-Man and Daredevil, Matt Johnson and Mac Chater are following a lead into Kingpin and Spider-Man's past that will change the way you look at the web-slinger now and as his story continues. Well, fuck. Got me. Alright, uh, it's, it's my, it's my duty to give this a shot for y'all. It is my duty. I gotta do it. I gotta know Spider-Man. There's not enough, <laughs> remember when I was going on and on in 2019 about how there's so many Spider-Man titles? You know, I don't think there's, you know, I, don't, I don't know. Um, Ghost Spider is fun, not hanging on to it. Uh, I, I, I buy it every week, but, you know, I just read it every once in a while. I'm not gripped into it. Um, Amazing Spider-Man, I really just stopped reading altogether. Ever since it started tying into Absolute Carnage, it was just kind of, that was it for me. Um, out of the however many issues it's been, there's really just been a handful of them for me that I thought, oh, okay, cool, fucking, no Nick Spencer's, my, I, I see what people are all, you know, going on about, but now, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've, I've felt that. Uh, not that I have anything against Nick Spencer at all. I just don't like his Spider-Man. You know, I, I, I've been trying. Uh, my point of all of this is Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle. Maybe something to hold me over. Fill, fill a void. Fill a void that was once so so just jam-packed. You know, it's just jam-packed with Spider-Man. Um, now it's just voided. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Avengers number 30 Jesus, I feel like I just fucking read Avengers uh, Well, yeah Okay, cool, I guess this one's bi-weekly now Starbrand and whatnot Jason Aaron, it's good This next Avengers book Super excited about 
spinning out of the pages of Old Man Hawkeye. Ed Brisson and Jonas Scharf bring us the Avengers of the Wastelands. Super stoked on this story. I had no idea that Ed Brisson was uh, writing it. That's incredible. And how about that Juan Jose rip cover? God damn, that motherfucker can draw. Whew. Such a good fucking... Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Interiors at Marvel. Come on, pay the man, Marvel. Pay him. He's so much better than just cover art. Um, Alright, so do we need to know what's going on here? It's Avengers of the Wastelands. You get the idea. I'm not going to read this big, long synopsis. I'm probably going to stumble all over it, and you're going to fucking... If you haven't already turned off this goddamn podcast... Then, uh, yeah, you, you see? You see my dilemma here? I'm not gonna read it. Captain America, number 18. Do I need to hype up a Captain America book? Don't think so. Uh, Tanaheshi Coates? Yeah. Tanaheshi Coates and Jason Masters still on this creative team. The Legend of Steve continues. Cap vs. Nick Fury. Bam, bam, bam. There you go. Uh, oh, we got more The End books. We have Captain Marvel, The End. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing The End. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's even the same character. It's just them a quadrillion years from now with the same name. At least that's how I perceive it. Uh, I've heard that the ones that have come out have been rather entertaining. But I, I just don't have room for it. I might already... Ridiculously extensive pull list. Um, Conan the Barbarian, number 12. Conan's the shit. Just know that. Know that. Uh, Deadpool's getting an end book. Deadpool the end. Really cool cover. That's that's neato. Might get me there. Uh, Doctor Strange getting an end book. Okay. So there you go there. Oh, and Doctor Strange's ongoing is at number 2. Congratulations, you made it past number one. Mark Wade, Kev Walker. Alright, um, yeah, no, the first issue was fun. I think, I think I'm think i going to go on a Doctor Strange hiatus for just a little bit. Unless y'all start revolting and uh, hollering at me. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's almost over. Um... Uh, <laughs> Get it together. Far second printings. Fallen Angels. There it is. Fallen Angels number six. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a future key issue. That's just. Uh, that's just. You know, we're we're, we're going to see Apoth as my guess. I have a feeling issue number six is going to reveal Apoth. Uh, Hawkeye Freefall number two. Fucking Matthew Rosenberg. Go back, listen to him on the podcast just a few episodes back. Uh, it might be a scroll or two on your little mousy wheelie to get down there at this point. But, yeah, not, not too much digging to get to the Matthew Rosenberg where we talk extensively about Hawkeye and lots of other stuff, too. But as if I wasn't already sold on this book, um, <laughs> this shit's interesting as fuck, man. I, I, I love it. I love it so much. I never would have thought that Hawkeye would be so interesting, but... You know, just you, sometimes you just put a name, a, a creator to a, a, a character, and you think, oh, fuck, that's perfect. Matthew Rosenberg on Hawkeye. Boom. That's that. Uh, Mortal Hulk number 30. It's it's a Mortal Hulk. It's a hot-selling book. It hardly lasts more than a week on the shelves. Pick it up. 
I'm going to be talking about it on the podcast, no doubt. Uh, Jessica Jones, Blind Spot, number two. Mm, okay, yeah, no, this is a bi weekly mini series. They're kind of. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with this, but, you know, fucking. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica Jones fans. Bam. Uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel is getting a shit ton of second printings. A number 10, 7, 8, and 9 are all going into second printings. And I think those are cover reveals of this thing that everybody's after. Uh, this, this first appearance of some sentient suit or something. I don't know. A lot of alliterations coming out. Uh, New Mutants, number six. I've been buying it. Haven't been reading it. Number one just wasn't for me. Um, you know, I'm, I, I got this team already out of Rosenberg and Brisson's Uncanny Run. I just don't. As, as fun as interesting as it may be, it just doesn't have me is all. That's all. Let's see old Glob come, come over to another book, though. That'd be super sweet. Uh, Ravencroft, number 105. Alright, so we've been getting a lot of Ravencroft talk. You know, this is an absolute carnage aftermath. Ravencroft gotta be rebuilt, yo. Shit's fucked. They gotta make it stand again. So, boom. Five issues. Here's the first one. There's that. I'm probably gonna have to pick that up just so I know what the fuck's going on so I can explain it to y'all. Mm, oh, Scream's already at issue number three. Cool. Thought for sure this one would be canceled already. Uh, just And that has nothing to do with the team or anything like that. I, I don't know about quality. I just don't know why anybody would want to invest in Scream as an ongoing. Uh, I, pff, fuck, I don't know. I did read issue number one. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, just because I don't know dick about Scream. There you go. Um, not for me. If it is for you, Bam. Here it is, next week. Spider-Ham, number two of five. Everyone loves Spider-Ham, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, number two. New, ongoing. This is having to do with... Uh, yeah, in the wake of the events following The Empire Strikes Back, it is a dark time for the heroes of the Rebellion. Oh, man, they'll give you a whole scroll here. I'm not going to do that to you. But Charles Soule's the badass. Jesus Saez the badass. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking Star Wars. There you have that. Uh, hey, more Star Wars. Ah, uh, second printing. But this is the second printing of a book that everybody and their mom fucking wants right now. And this is The Rise of Kylo Ren. Number one. And I would imagine number two goes into second printing as well. Uh, that's probably going to happen after number three sells out. More Marvel Tarot, number two. I don't know what Tarot is, but uh, that's a Marvel book. Thor, number two. I do know what Thor is, and, you know, I, psh, I'm i fucking cool with this goddamn... <laughs> I, I like this. I like this book. I was kind of on the fence at first, but, you know, overall, I'm, I'm super fucking into it. Uh, I'm excited, actually. I'm really excited to see what Donny Cates does with Thor. And, you know, it's Nick Klein doing art, so... That's enough to draw someone in all on its own right there. Keeping it going with Marvel. Uh, ooh. Weapon Plus World War Four. Alright. Weapon Plus. Ben Percy. Uh, Jorge Siente, I think. 
whatever knows fear. Biochemist Ted Salas was developing a serum for military application, but was tragically killed in a freak accident before he could perfect it. Still, the idea behind his formula remains property of the United States government and the Weapon 4 program to this day. Mutants aren't the only ones to have whoops, weaponized flora. <laughs> so, Man-Thing's gonna bond with something. Mmm. Mmm. Alright, well, that's definitely picking that up for various reasons. Uh, <laughs> right on. Cool, I'm into that. X-Force number six, another X-Book. Uh, X-Force is actually my favorite X-Book, though, so I'm, I'm happy to shout this one out like a motherfucker. And it looks like we're just at number five on X-Men to wrap this podcast up. Jonathan Hickman, the X-Men's most powerful heroes on the planet, deal with an old nemesis surprising return. Exciting, right? I know. Huh? Sue, that's, uh, that wraps up this podcast. I do apologize for my lack of sleep and, um, I, I, ugh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start trying to nap before I do these. These, uh, I've been working long, long shifts, y'all. Um, just, yeah. Uh, all, all, all the better this podcast. It's all for the betterment of this podcast. So, you can help, you can help Brian take a nap by becoming a patron. Uh, support this podcast by donating a buck. It's a buck a month. No big deal. And, you know, it, uh, it, it helps go towards this podcast and solely this podcast in uh, various different ways. You know, maybe it, it, I cashed out the Patreon and a little bit of that money went towards a six-pack a six pack for the episode for Gust and I. Who knows? Um, it's money. It spends universally within the United States. So, <laughs> you get the idea. Go to patreon.com slash cheers to comics. And you'll, it's easy. You'll figure it out from there. And I cannot thank you enough. You're going to get a shout out in the podcast for show. You're going to get stickers right off the bat. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Also, supporting this podcast by leaving five, five, five? Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or uh, Podchaser or anywhere else that you listen and have the ability to review. Um, iTunes probably being the, the most helpful. You know, leave one on all of them. Shit, that's super fucking awesome. But it does help. It, it's not a waste of time, I promise. It will help this podcast grow, uh, climbs rankings, and becomes more discoverable and what not. So, that that does it. That wraps it all up. I hope that you have been informed at least a little bit in all of this muttering, mumbling madness of me mouth. <laughs> Look, another unintended alliteration. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna fucking take a nap. Uh, I... You slurs read responsibly. And cheers, fuckers.
Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community.